0: Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason. Enlightenment. Understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles. To a higher purpose. To end. Smart basketball.
1: It's been three weeks, I think. Three weeks. I feel like we could have done this last week, but we didn't. I was out of the country two weeks ago, and then that would have been the week prior. I think we did it about two and a half weeks ago. We have a got kind of a podcast tonight for the first time in two and a half weeks. Um, do you
0: think that we've? We, do you think that we've missed our opportunity um, with the bump that we had, or do you think anticipation is just built up in our time off? Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with we never had an opportunity. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, the fluke. I think we added around twenty, list twenty. No, not even twenty. Like fifteen at the most. New. Um, well, I should take that back. We had fifteen Twitter followers additional. Uh, mm-hmm. we peaked at forty-two. We're down to thirty-seven Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. Our podcast. <laughs> That's so uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> our our uh, podcast audience. I haven't looked at these numbers in a while because I just—it's kind of just disappointing. It makes me kind of sad.
0: Uh, you our estimated like, audience. Those- how many how many people have you unfollowed on Twitter? Like, typically, if I follow someone on Twitter, I'm not unfollowing them, unless they're, like, aggressively in my face. That's a great so, point. So whoever is manning our Twitter feed has done, like, that bad of a job to turn these people off.
1: I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I, I'm i not really sure. We can go back and... Re, let's, let's go back and revisit some of my tweets here. In fact, if you want to pull it up while I'm trying to pull up our stats here. Sure. Because um, we're not prepared. Moment, but our... Uh, our our podcast, uh, I we use Anchor as our uh, platform provider. It's it's a free platform. Uh, it seems to work pretty well for our purposes. Uh, they uh, I can't complain about them. They they offer actually us for every one thousand plays, uh, they would they would uh, if we use their advertising, they would give us ten dollars, and we've gotten total <laughs> two thousand plays, oh. so we would be earning twenty dollars. Hey, from the life of our podcast, which we have just wow. we recently passed one thousand, and wow. so it's we've actually doubled our total play count in the last. I'm going to go with three months. I think it's amazing because of the in, the inadvertent uh, po- um, advertising from the the low. Uh, is it the was it the low podcast? Zach Low.
0: It was the Zach. Uh, yeah, it was Low.
1: Yes, the low po- the low post is that what his name? Uh, I believe so. The name of his podcast? It's a great name. Yep. Um, so we have our, our estimated audience size. Uh, it's the average number of plays each of your episodes gets within 30 days. Ed's number is 94, which is, again, shockingly high. I'm, I'm a little... I'm not sure if I trust those numbers. <laughs> um, let's right. go to our episode-by-episode episode statistics here. Um these aren't right. They're showing all zero right now. That's just not accurate. We hit refresh. Because we know yeah, Ed displayed it. At well, least. I mean, we had we. I mean, I know we've had had people listening during during the time where uh, we got promoted by by Zach Lowe. Yeah, this, these just aren't aren't loading. So I'm uh, gonna have to defer to later as to the uh, reporting. Do you want to read some of our, of our uh, tweets from the last couple of weeks? I mean, I haven't tweeted that much.
0: No, you about, haven't. Maybe that's um, a problem.
1: I don't know.
0: It's a lot of it's a lot of retweeting of others of other popular tweets. Which maybe it's the retweeting. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, three days ago you tweeted the uh, the photo of the Wyoming fan who was wearing who was wearing a bucket of sorts. I really love that. That was my one. His torso.
1: When when I when I I pushed send on that tweet, I was thinking to myself, "Man, this might get two or three likes." I was really. Really amped that I could get a couple of likes and, out of it.
0: And the text says, disallowing fans at sporting events means we'll have to make do without this. And it's a it's a overweight man uh, in suspenders that are holding up a bucket. Who doesn't like that tweet?
1: He's got a name. Cowboy Ken, I think is his nickname. It's um, a great I, tweet. I, yeah, I learned this. Thank you. I learned this uh, while watching the Wyoming-Utah State game uh, when Wyoming got... Um, expelled from the uh, the tournament but um, yeah, he was being featured and I just I decided you know it was kind of weird that the announcers knew who this guy was, which sort of implies that this guy cowboy Ken has been around for some time and sure enough there are uh, articles on on the uh, the internet that go back about 10 years um, and photos of of cowboy Ken um, sort of showing himself off at various uh, Wyoming <laughs> games football and basketball um, across the past 10 years
0: right can we talk can we talk about actual basketball for a minute uh one of the because one of the tweets that you sent uh it was a retweet of pat 40 uh arizona is a mess with good analytics and that's true i have arizona ranked very highly in my uh in my odds to win the tournament disturbingly highly i would say but they have great analytics has that
1: though like what exactly does that mean them being a mess because I feel like I've, I've I've actually caught a couple of Arizona games this season I've followed their uh, a handful of other games just kind of by scoreboard watching because I really like watching scoreboards and I feel like they're actually a pretty potent potent team
0: they've got the pieces I, I think they really do and I think um, obviously at times they've played extremely well but if you watch them it's just I, I you know, they do they don't pass the eye test for me, I'll say that for sure.
1: I mean, this is weird. I didn't expect to talk basketball tonight, but I uh, I kind of well, thought is... the same thing about Arizona State last year. They were a mess last year, but they were kind of weren't they highly rated by the by the numbers last year?
0: I think so, yes. That does and, sound and correct.
1: They, they were I didn't they barely make the, the uh the NCA tournament and didn't they get bounced in the, That sounds right. The first round after winning like a play-in game. I could be confusing this year or last year with two years ago, but
0: a, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff blends together for sure. But
1: on yeah. that note, a friend of mine from high school kind of gave me some some good razz uh, the other day. Uh, I was you know he he uh, I don't get too far into his his story, but basically we're talking about how I how I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Duke basketball fan because he remembers <laughs> me from high school being a, a Duke fan. Sure, and I had to remind him that I was basically more more of just a Bobby Hurley fan at the time. I mean, I liked, I guess, that team. Was, was pretty likable, but Bobby Hurley was my favorite. And I should have, you know, he was asking me, "Well, who's your favorite sport? Uh, you know, NCA team today?" And uh, I told him, you know, sort of uh, tongue in cheek, Chicago State, but you know, <laughs> only only you would get that joke. Um, or, or I mean, it's a funny joke either way because they are the worst team by far in uh, by Division far. One. Yeah, by far, close. but they won. But anyways, they won four
0: games this year. But anyway, go on. Yeah.
1: What's that? What was that?
0: They won four games this year, but they they are definitely the worst team, no doubt.
1: Well, were they against those Division One wins?
0: Mm. The I highly doubt it. I didn't think so. Yeah, I don't
1: think they <laughs> they haven't really come close to winning any game that I. mean not that I follow them, but every game right. that I've uh, happened to see, they're always getting blown out by twenty or thirty. Um, they
0: beat. Uh, just so I can fill our listeners in, they beat Judson. Uh, One hundred three to sixty. They beat Purdue University Northwest eighty-nine to seventy-seven. And then they beat North Park University seventy-nine to sixty-six, um, and believe it or not, they beat S I U Edwardsville. Ooh, S U I. 81 Which uh, Edwardsville was the three hundred thirty-seventh best team in Division One this season. So, not saying much.
1: I didn't know Suey was that bad. How many Purdue's out, are there out there? I didn't realize there were more beyond the ones that I'm aware of uh, thanks to Division One basketball. I'm aware of Fort Wayne. I'm a, I'm aware of uh, Indianapolis. I'm aware yep. of uh, Purdue Proper. That's three. Yep. Are there other Purdue's the, in Division One, or are those the only?
0: Those are the only Division One. yeah. That Purdue Northwest is like a... Is that satellite school. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like
1: at JUCO. I mean, I...
0: <laughs> yes. Do you Master know of Mena. others?
1: You 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 went to Purdue for a year. Did you did you get uh, sort of uh, like like did they give you on your first day of freshman orientation? Did they give you like a video that sort of explains the the various Purdue options? That well, this is. I
0: I think this is a fairly new thing for them. Like it's uh, it, they they acquired some other schools and they're they're building an empire. They're taking over the, the world all i can tell you
1: (laughs) so you're saying when you when you were a freshman there was simply just one purdue and and since then they've exploded to at least five
0: that's correct that's what i'm saying that's
1: wild that's wild and three of them two of those satellite now i guess i wouldn't call fort wayne or indianapolis satellite schools but the non-main purdue the two of them uh they've been division one for i don't know how long they're yeah they also basketball programs
0: yeah um Purdue Polytechnic, Purdue University Global, Purdue University Whoa. Online. Yeah. Yeah. All my tuition dollars. All right, what else we got? We got we got a lot of topics here and I wanna I wanna jump to one, Zach, because I want our listeners to know that we have, I believe, the Denver area's foremost expert on coronavirus. Uh here with us, Zach Trexler. It's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I've been spending a lot of my spare time just sitting around reading every every morsel of news about it. I feel like my my mother at times in this regard, and you, you pointed that out the other day, and if not today, in fact. But uh, it's embarrassing. But I'd I have to say that I know a lot about it, and I was actually kind of uh, I thought a little less of you when you you seemed confused about how the. The disease spreads or doesn't spread, <laughs> and to me it was like, "Boy, I, isn't this common knowledge?" Doesn't everybody know this? I, uh, but in, in fact, uh, you know, it is an airborne disease. You know, but it is primarily done through uh, person to person contact, like direct contact. At, you know, but whether you're,
0: but it's not really airborne, right? Like because you can't, like if you sneeze directly onto somebody, then you get it. But that's like more contact. It's not like floating around in the air and you so, breathe it in. That's a great right? point.
1: I'm, I'm, yeah, that's a great point. I'm going to just all of a sudden, you know, rewind for a second. I'm in no way a, a qualified professional to speak as an expert about this. <laughs> <laughs> so any uh, advice that you may think I'm giving you is is, is just a guy reading stuff in, in Denver. No,
0: so. no. I want our listeners to know that this this man I'm talking to right now knows more about coronavirus than anybody I've ever spoken to.
1: Which would be <laughs> you? You've spoken to how many people today? I, I, guess, I guess you went into the office, so you probably you know spoke to at least four. Maybe people four. Today. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a that's a great uh, di- you know uh, sort of differentiation on the. When I think of airborne, I think of that what you just uh, sort of described as a as an example of airborne. But when we talk about airborne, you're talking about like in the same, like let's say we're in the same building like it's a large building with a, a shared yep. ventilation system that's right. that's your definition of airborne or maybe right an epidemiologists like
0: right like so my understanding of like measles for example is someone with measles starts walking around i don't know say the united center and they that person is spreading germs like constantly around them with like bre- like basically breathing right and that's like a disaster this virus, from my understanding, is not really that. It's not as dangerous. But yet, it spreads. I don't get it. Tell me more, Zach.
1: I, well, the problem, that I, as I understand it, is that people who are, are contagious and have it may not be exhibiting any symptoms. They don't know. Whether, right. So yeah. that, to me, is where it gets uh, dicey. And it's True. it's going to be a slow, again, probably a slow <laughs> progression. I'm no... I'm no expert, but it wouldn't surprise me if there's uh, significant travel restrictions being thrown down by the government in the next couple of weeks. So, so I think I there's,
0: two, there's two important questions here. Number one, uh, are you coming to Milwaukee next week? Because for our listeners, Zach and I will be watching March Madness together, I hope. I and then like, number two... I, I might edit
1: out where the location is. I don't <laughs> like publishing where I am ahead of time. I'm happy to talk about it. Okay, uh,
0: good point. Uh, good after point. the fact.
1: But I'm enough. gonna okay. be probably editing that out. It's just fine. We're, I'm happy to talk about it. We are flying somewhere to meet, yes. and hanging okay. out next week, but in undisclosed location. Care continue.
0: I was okay. Yeah, I could even see you not wanting to advertise that you'll be gone, so you can edit this all out if you'd like. Um, but okay, so so my question for you, Zach, is uh, this the NCAA tournament, um, and I, I, I'm jumping ahead of myself. There's conference tournaments that are going to be played without fans. And there's one conference tournament that was canceled, the Ivy League. So have they uh, already announced? The Ivy League is officially canceled. I know the Ivy tournament. League is done,
1: which yep. is odd because if we were, uh, we, you know, four years ago, three or whatever. four years ago, they already yeah. had never had them. Right. But, yeah, uh, so are, they, are Are other conferences announcing fanless events?
0: The already? MAC did. The MAC did really? for sure. Um, there's one other. Uh, I don't know if it was the Mountain West maybe. Eh, I'm not sure on that, but anyway, there's one other um, so I, I so my thing is it just it seems weird to me that they're going to say it's okay for like players and coaches and all these people who are going to be touching each other <laughs> like like sweating on each other and all this right. other stuff
1: that was um, no, it's talking fans. about that, right? Right. Yeah, I don't get it. I did hear. I did hear. A, uh, there was a brief mention of it on um, the Lebittard show. One of the producers sort of made a a quip about how uh, in soccer games in Europe that were playing. I think they're playing them I in mean, without fans. I'm not sure which yeah. game he was referring to, but sure. they were. Uh, there was no pregame. <laughs> handshake ceremony like there usually is for soccer in these games because of the virus but afterwards everyone was sweating and they were all hugging and and this is (laughs) the opposing team so it kind of went out the window but yeah um (laughs) what about you know just generally speaking the the game itself especially i feel like soccer might be fine because it's outdoors yeah from what i understand and what i read being outdoors is kind of a good a good as far as the you know the close to close contact, airborne stuff. Anyways, you know basketball. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a more like a, the most. What, what is the worst coronavirus sport? Is it? Is it? Uh, is it basketball? Maybe, maybe racquetball? wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, wrestling. That's a good one. But there's only two people. <laughs> I mean, I'm That's thinking about true. like. I mean, I yeah. guess I guess ultimately all the guys are gonna you know when you everyone's touching each other, like right. The permutations
0: are all there. So <laughs> the permutations. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I guess I've attended plenty of sparsely attended high school games to know what what it's like watching basketball in a basically silent environment. But um, it's going to sure. be weird. It's going to be weird to watch a, a game on TV. Eh, not that weird. You think about all the bad
1: basketball we've watched.
0: We've seen, we've seen Right, it's NPCs not that galore. weird. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's. I mean, it'll be weird when it's a, a couple of good teams playing. Yeah, right. Um, right. You you had offered a solution to this, uh, you know, to make it a little more realistic, and you know, by having, uh, you know, piping in live crowd crowd noise from say a, another venue like a bar or something. <laughs> um, right, which I don't think yeah. is terrible. But then you think about, well, you're just kind of moving the problem from the arena to 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 a sports bar.
0: Well, see, but that's kind of my point. Like, are they going to shut down every sports bar in America? Or, you know, like they're they're not going to, I don't know. I'm I'm sure some municipalities will, right? But there's not going to be like a federal order to to shelter in place.
1: I mean, again, I did more reading on this tonight. I even (laughs) just shared the article about the whole federal versus local. It's interesting. Um, the the government, the federal government, doesn't have a lot of, <laughs> of power over this type of thing. They can they can enable things uh, that they see where the local government is failing, but they can't. I know I sound like a lawyer now, but they the, it's it's going to be up to the local governments to sort of make up what they want to do, and it, and that's kind of where it gets even more uh, tricky because every local government might do it differently. You might have the, your neighboring community in your in your. Uh, in your locale may do it 100% differently than how your community is doing it. Um, right. What about me where I live? I mean, I guess I'm up to the... I, li- I live in an unincorporated part of Jefferson County in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a local yeah. besides the county government. It's uh, it's a lot different than, say, uh, I think what they're doing in Italy is is pretty much wholesale federal you know, right. government is, is putting the foot down on everything, and that sort of makes it easier to to manage from that perspective. I don't, I don't know.
0: Right. And they're saying why are we that talking sort talking of about like this, like we're goddamn experts. Why, why are well, we talking because, about this? Like we're experts because you are,
1: you are because apparently right. I am, um, <laughs> my solution. I've been talking for a long time here. So please feel free to tell me to stop. If it's getting tiring, but, um, for the crowd noise of these fan uh, these games without uh, fans is okay. to um, putting a uh, like a tablet we don't have to go with the most expensive version like it doesn't need to be an iPad I think you can get a good tablet for 100 bucks like a, okay like Amazon sells a device yep put a tablet at every, every seat or s- some number of the seats put people okay. on like a, like a Skype or a, or a FaceTime or whatever you know, app that they, uh, you know, some noise okay. app that they can talk and then just let them make noise through the, <laughs> through the device. So you have like, you know, I a picture of 5,000 devices.
0: Imagine all the obscenities that, that, that somebody without having to like sit next it, to another person. would <laughs>
1: <laughs> be blocked. I mean, it, 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 as far yeah, it would be kind of weird from that. If you're like sitting next to one of these tablets, but, but, uh, I think if you did it right, you get a pretty decent representation of of what it might sound like to have you know people in I the suppose.
0: stands. I suppose. I think. Yeah, that's interesting. It'd be. I guess I, the you know only problem that you there
1: would there would be a massive delay unless you were on. Uh... Right. <laughs> I, I just realized that a massive delay. Su- I guess if it was all over. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> my suggestion was going to be equally incoherent uh you could like take audio from a different game that occurred this year and just blast it over the loudspeakers so you'd have like just like at random points a big outburst <laughs> like <laughs> <What? a> timeout. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing i've ever heard i mean why would you think that's a good idea <laughs> because you're gonna get the real crowd
1: noise <laughs> <laughs> That's completely out of sync with the actual game in progress. Exactly. Which isn't going to be too far off from my bad idea, but at least, I guess I feel like you could maybe have the delay be par- fairly, I don't know what the delay you know, it's fairly real. Like, we're talking fairly real time right now. If yeah, but a bad Skype.
0: Think about the, when I'm watching a game, I'm like two minutes behind on, oh, a, yeah. a, a ESP oh, yeah. on an ESPN app or something. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I like my idea the best. Moving on. What else we got?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How far are we into this? I'm I'm kind of like, wow, 21 minutes. Remarkable. I lost my monitor here. One of the greater stories across the last uh, few weeks, uh, I don't remember when this was exactly, but the Parlay Pats story Mm, where the... um, I can't remember who... I only heard this story and I thought to myself, yeah, I remember who Parlay Pats was, but I can't say with 100% um, definitiveness that I remember who he was. I want to say he's the guy who like, uh, was, was hitting it big in Vegas, uh, I think making large sports parlays and hitting them and then somehow par—sorry, bad pun, parlaying that into somehow some sort of small slice of fame among the online gambling community. Um, does that sound right or am I just making this up?
0: I'm not too familiar with Parley Pats other than, like, the fallout, basically, of him threatening people. Of, yeah,
1: so he he threatened <clears throat> um, various uh, college basketball players, right? And then mm-hmm. I think some pro-professional players, too, like baseball players. Correct, um, yes. Because they, either before the game or after the game, I can't remember, I think it was actually before the game.
0: I think so. At, le- at least
1: one of the instances he was threatening, um, physically threatening violence upon the <laughs> the person uh, competing presumably for the team he was betting on right or against i'm not sure how you do that i wonder if the guy wasn't more like if you were a player and you got that 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 message on twitter or instagram or wherever yeah would you be more nervous and your performance would be worse even if you like let's say you really wanted to help this guy win because you wanted to you know save your fingers Um, (laughs) right would you be more nervous about your performance or would you do better
0: I don't think I don't think it's helpful to, to give a guy added pressure, right? I kind of so. think the same
1: thing. I don't think <laughs> the negative implications of, of failing are, are a good motivator no. for positive results. No. Not that I've ever been no. in, so a, in I mean, a position but, where I would know. But I
0: was gonna say I think that's you know the same type of same type of person who like as a boss would yell at their employees, right? Like threaten them. So no, I don't but, think. But
1: that's when we good. get to yeah, and I don't think this this guy might have been a tout of some kind. But we get to sports handi- handicappers and touts. Um, those of you who may not be aware, um, are uh, this industry is full of very, very slimy, the slimiest of. Like we were talking earlier today in our group chat about the, the most morally corrupt um, jobs in America. Mm. And I, I want to put uh, you know, we we're kind of talking about financial advisors. Um, if you're a financial advisor, I suppose I apologize, but not really. Um, I feel like <laughs> it's just a really unhonest uh, profession, but uh, that's just my opinion um sports mm-hmm. handicapping may be number one on that list I mean is there a more legal job that's just that despicable besides a sports handicapper who who doesn't truly like you know what you know what I'm talking about right Bob like the kind of guy who or service who has two sides to every bet, right? They give one side to the public to have right. their their uh, subscribers and then the other half they get. So they're always winning with somebody.
0: Right. That's pretty that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to lump everyone in that group, but I'll lump I'll lump uh, 98% of them in that group. Yes.
1: But among that industry, like what I sort of used to and I still do to this day, you know, the names of those those characters are always sort of a a source of entertainment. Parley Pats isn't a bad one. But but the uh, like, what's your favorite gambling nickname of of uh, that you've ran into in your life, uh, Steve? Steve Fezik is another one that uh, many many might know and is a pretty good nickname, even though it's not really relevant um, to gambling, but it's just sort of a funny name. Uh, Teddy Covers, uh, um, yeah, I, that's a pretty well known one. I,
0: I always I always like smoking Dave Koken.
1: Smoking Dave Coken, that's a good one. <laughs> I, you know, I forgot he had that. I know I, know, I remember Dave Coken. Yeah, but I forgot he had the nickname of uh, of smoking.
0: Smoking, uh huh. Um, I mean, Jim Feist. That's not a good name, though. That, that guy comes. You know, to it's mind. not a good
1: line. But I, I remember. I'm thinking back to when I was uh, younger. You and my some college uh, buddies of mine would would sort of uh, you know look for the lines online, and that was what, he was one of the only places you could look at 25 years ago online that had mm-hmm. you know it was like looking in the newspaper, except it was a little bit more up to date. And it was the Feist line. You know, it's a funny Feisty. He's, he's a feisty guy. Jimmy Feist. Hey. um. So it's a funny game. But yeah, Teddy Covers, I don't think is bad. For some reason, Ed doesn't like Teddy Covers, which... Have you ever uh, listened to the guy? I listened uh, once, and I wasn't really... I was I was neutral, I guess. Yeah,
0: he's fine. I've got no, he's fine. I've got no yeah. issue.
1: Way better than, say, Bill Simmons. But anyways... Um <laughs> No other no other names uh, pop out at you from your your memory. God, it's
0: been so long, Zach, that since I've uh, run in those circles, as it were. Yeah.
1: Well, I was I was navigating around on uh, there's a website called SportsCapping.com earlier, and okay. uh, I mean it's the same. It's funny this business hasn't evolved at all in the last 20, 25 years. It's the same crap, just different format. Like back in the you know 90s, you'd you'd have a you'd see someone's advertising on a on the back page of the sports page in the newspaper or in a, in a sports magazine
0: right well it's like i mean it's the same thing like it's 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 the same reason that every time that like someone catches wind that you or i gamble and then they start like asking you for a pick right like oh you gotta right. let me know who gotta let me know who you like uh and whatever <laughs> you know
1: well yeah there's always going to be the desire to to have this type of service, which is why these people exist. I mean, there's always... Someone's looking for a tip. Someone's mm-hmm. looking for a hot a hot hand. I just was... Right. I, this was a good source of some of the names that are in the business. Uh, I'm just going to kind of run over a few of these. Bobby Kahn. It's spelled C-O-N-N. Bobby Kahn. Not sure why he <laughs> chose that name, but... Kahn. Uh, his current... He's got a little blurb on the uh, sportscapping.com website, uh, where he is just a bit of his uh two times top 10 NCAA basketball handicapper four times top 10 what, NBA handicapper
0: What does that mean I you know what I love is um back in the day on Fezix board what was the guy's name it was John something um he st- and then he he started his own spin off board but oh oh wow, uh, computer bob was the guy who went through remember that guy and went through yeah. and would would like track records of all these touts and they all i think all literally all lost <laughs> like there is not a
1: positive record in the bunch yeah i don't believe that was on was that on physics web, website you said
0: yeah i mean once in a while yeah no no you're yeah. saying
1: those numbers were from physics website or that's correct yes okay yeah i mean i i was looking at physics website today just curious as to what he charges he charges uh i mean there's all they're all discounted rates but something like uh for everything on his website, it's five hundred bucks a month. I think is what I saw. And That's Jeez. a half half off discount or some. some
0: we crap. um, if our friend Chris was still around, uh, he would be a great guest to have on.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I'm not. I'm not sure if I guess. Would I have ever want him to be on the podcast? It's easy to say now that he's dead. That I'd be <laughs> nice to have him on the podcast. But he was kind of a me. Never him didn't really get along. That's for the true. last few years of his life, so I feel really bad about it, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny how things change when someone dies. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. Correct. The yes. Uh, this, this I, I'm just fixated on this website because you know they've got these what almost appear to be just randomly grabbed f- photos from the internet of like just people's faces, and they've got like the token Asian guy Ricky Tran, and he's just this well dressed. <laughs> younger Asian guy uh, who looks, you know, he's a good-looking guy. Um, Teddy Davis, not really too great of a name there, but kind of a strange one. Um, What else we got here? Rocky Atkinson. I guess that might be his real name. Um, These names aren't that great. We need some better names. Info Plays is the name of a Vic Duke. That sounds like a made-up name. Jim Feist is on here. Uh, yeah, anyways. I miss the old day of... My, my favorite... I'll, I'll spend one more minute on this here. Johnny DeMarco. Do you remember? Does that name sound familiar? That one does not, no. If you look up... If you Google Johnny DeMarco... Uh, gambling. He used to... You, you, what you would do is you would call a number back in the day to get sports scores, and now I think you had to like register your, your phone number or something, or it, it detected you calling, and you got on some list, and this guy would call you like his repeated message. Oh, like sure. Once a day, he's trying to sell you his picks, and then when you call, actually, when you call his line for the sports scores, you had to listen to him yell for 30 seconds about his lock of the day. <laughs> and it was, I, I hope these are somehow retained on the internet. I might actually splice some in here if I can pull some off the internet they were amazing like him just yelling like a complete psychotic madman and um, yeah I'll find some clips
0: anyways the other, Johnny the other board the other board I was thinking of by the way was Roughing the Punter do you remember that that board mm-hmm.
1: yeah okay I do so
0: alright
1: yeah the other the other website I recall which may still be written is like I think computer Picks or something like that or yeah very cutter uh, or they remember Cut- you know, right angle sports right angle right sports. angle sports they still exist yeah. remember them yeah scott kellen uh cutter you remember cutter cutter yeah all right really throwing back all the names here all right we're at the 30 minute mark uh group
0: rest in peace
1: Mahoven, r.i.p um i wanted to talk about you and your love for michigan state senior day i uh <laughs> I really wanted to just talk about that for a minute,
0: man. It's just, it's special, you know. It's special to see such a well-run program with a coach who who loves his guys, and they love the program. And they yeah, I think they it's, gave... that's more of
1: your addiction. They <laughs> Go gave ahead, the, yeah. They gave their they gave their souls to play for free for Tom Izzo. The, that's right. The the, glor- the most glorious. Prestigious collegiate coach of of all time. Gotta love him. Is he not? I mean, in your book, he is the number one college basketball coach of all time, right? Like no, I lo- think winning Co- numbers aside, like your favorite guy when we talk about NBA or NCAA. Coach.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Do you have others
1: that are in this group? Like, are you a, are you a Coach K?
0: I used to be a Coach K guy until I saw him coach in person. And then I was disgusted.
1: Really? Uh, um, please oh, please clarify. I mean,
0: he, he just he works the refs harder than anyone I ever saw. It Is was that, amazing. Isn't that it? A was good a, thing? It's a skill, oh, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, but I mean, like I said, it was just it was amazingly hard and consistent and it was a bit much for me, and, it, and I think it was a one. I'm pretty sure that was a one sixteen game in Greensboro, North Carolina, and he was just riding them.
1: Well, you can't, you know, as a head coach, you can't turn that, you can't turn that shit off. That's that's you. No, that's him.
0: Right, right, exactly. So anyway, um, I used to be, but not not after seeing that. So yeah, Izzo. Uh, I'm trying. I'm sure there's like a funny one out there that I'm thinking of that I'd like to say right now. I just can't can't place it.
1: Like a. Like a Jim Herrick
0: <laughs> sure sure Jim Herrick <laughs>
1: I feel like uh, I was I was watching a, a game uh, like like some really low low major game yesterday and I can't remember which one and I swear I saw Jim Herrick on the bench like what not, about uh Steve not Steve coaching. Murfeld oh who's he Steve, was I it, it.
0: Steve Murfeld from uh, Evansville right oh yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. Wasn't yeah, but he was. Wasn't he really old when we were following the valley?
0: Mm, no. He's, no, he's 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 fifty eight right now. So he's still in.
1: Um, he's still coaching. Where Where is he today?
0: Boy, I don't know where he is today. Okay. <laughs> he was born in nineteen. Why did you bring him up
1: then? I I, I guess. Uh, how do you, I just how do you remember Steve Burrell. Mer-
0: I remember. I was trying to think of like my favorite guys to interview. Um. And I remember interviewing him in like uh, whatever, in like the basement of their arena, like in the loading dock or whatever.
1: Well, Barry, I, I kind of, I'm kind of sad we didn't get a chance to do the uh, Missouri State game because Barry Hinson, I think, was my favorite personality. Yeah, he was and on the call. I mean, Turgeon was yeah. pretty good too. I like I Turgeon, he was pretty good. Um, right I was fortunate to interview him uh after do you, do you remember that I went to wyoming for like a for some, I, for that's some right yeah for some game uh man that was like an 05 or 06 there was I do some, remember that some really uh, low-end or you know November tournament uh, between like Wichita was included wyoming uh, I remember Lehigh was there I think northwestern was there it was just an amazing array of of strangely uh, geographically, you know, placed teams, and uh, you know that was when La- Mark Turgeon was in Wichita, and I remember asking him about the the altitude, uh, you know, because that game was played at you know at, at Mile High in, in Wyoming, yeah. And uh, he 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 didn't care. He didn't think it was a thing. He didn't believe in it, which I uh, <laughs> kind of made me think twice about his uh, you know his approach to. Not only basketball, just life in general. If you really don't believe that altitude is, it has an effect on you. That's just that's uh, outstanding. It's that's like a religious uh, statement.
0: So I, th- I think, uh, by the way, I think Steve Merfeld is a uh, assistant at Creighton, and has been for a while apparently, like under, a decade uh, under under McDermott. Yeah. Huh. Interesting.
1: I had no idea. I still don't know. So you're saying you remember him? From just being as a, an enjoyable interview after the game. Correct. Yeah, I don't remember the uh, that that game for some reason. Besides that, we sat God. up at a very high vantage point. It was. Uh, can you
0: believe? Can you believe McDermott has been at Creighton for a decade? It's amazing. I think
1: that sounds about right. I, I think All he was. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: it's unbelievable. It's been All a right. while.
1: I mean, uh, him him being at UNI is a very distant memory.
0: Yeah, that's fair, okay.